Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the first mini-sode of Chasing Light. As always, this is your host, Mary Van Amy, and I'm super excited about these mini-sodes because they're going to be released every Wednesday, so smack dab in the middle of the week. It's going to be something shorter and something that just like sparks my curiosity or something that I see trending over social media, but it's cool because the intention behind these is not only to have some shorter episodes in the middle of the week, but to involve you guys a little bit more. So for this episode, I did go to Instagram and put a number of polls up and got some feedback from about 30 people. So if you are not following me, definitely be sure to check out the description of this episode so that you can do that and you can take part in next week's mini-sode. So I wanted to start this week off with a topic that's something that's important to me. It's something that I have been actively and consciously practicing for at least the last year, if not safely the last like 10 months since I made a new Instagram profile. And I'm going to be using Instagram as the main example for this topic, but it's the importance of filtering social media. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it's something that I feel is very necessary and very Um, essential to our experiences on social media, but also in some ways that we let those parts of our lives trickle into our daily lives. So there are three things that I have focused on personally that I think have worked the best for me and have really kind of flip-flopped my perspective on the social media experience because In years prior, I was running my freelance photography page and there were pressures to post certain things or to pose my models in certain ways or to be involved in certain mediums. And what I did wasn't necessarily like what other people did. I liked the minimal editing. I liked it to just be more natural. I wasn't really up for the posed, candid kind of things for my portraits. And that's something that I struggled with because I knew it was my authentic vision and, you know, what I enjoyed capturing but it wasn't necessarily what people enjoyed consuming. So there were three things that I started to focus on because I decided to make a new Instagram because I was so tired of feeling like I was less than, like I wasn't, you know, learning enough fast enough or that I wasn't successful enough with my freelance business. So the first thing I started to focus on was my overall enjoyment. And the reason why I wanted to focus on my overall enjoyment is because social media to me is not supposed to feel taxing. It's not supposed to feel like it's another job. It's not supposed to be something that stresses us out or like makes us lose sleep over, you know, and that goes for the platform itself, but also the people that we encounter within them. And I think that social media is a great tool. I think the internet is an amazing tool as well. Um, And I think that it is necessary for small businesses and things like that, but overall it's supposed to be enjoyable and there's supposed to be a space that exists for people that don't fall into that box, that aren't a brand, aren't a business, a blog, whatever, and just have social media for the sake of enjoying it. And I think that with all of these expectations of what Instagram especially is supposed to be, you know, like this curated, beautiful thing that people have started to feel the need to seek that virtual outside validation but even more people feel the need to like announce that they're going to take a social media break or that they're not going to post for a certain amount of time because they want to spend time with themselves like I see that more and more and it's just an indication that social media is becoming that much more of a part of our daily lives especially when people feel the need to tell x amount of followers hey I'm going to take a hiatus because this is too much for me right now And I don't think that was ever the intention because I remember when Instagram first, you know, emerged, it was just about putting out pictures that you liked. And it was before 
there were really all these editing apps and, you know, there were an onslaught of presets being sold on our feed every single day. So people, you know, we have all kind of eased our way into that. But in the same token, it's almost like just randomly that's what emerged on social media. It was nothing but influencers, nothing but bloggers and people that already have massive followings. So already, you know, us like the lowly kind of people were like, oh, my God, like, I will never get that many followers. I will never have as many followers as they get likes on a single post. Like already we're kind of playing that comparison game and maybe starting to feel invalidated in some ways. Like we're not popular enough, you know, whatever it might be. And I see it a lot on my feed lately. People taking breaks, apologizing for being MIA, all of this stuff. And to me, that's not something that we should have to explain. I think it's good to be transparent and it's good to be honest with people because social media really is this, you know, messy conundrum. Like it's really hard to work through, but it's also, you know, it's hard as an individual to be on there when you start feeling those pressures. So I think it's important to always remember why you have the social media that you have. And if you aren't getting what you want from it, then I'm going to talk to you about the ways that you can filter all that shit out. This next thing that I want to talk about is kind of a combination of things. It's mental health and friendships. And I think it's important to talk about and I think it's important to keep at the forefront of our minds because we live in an age where it's okay and relatively normal to have virtual friends. And we have these friends that we hold in our physical lives And there's always a need to feel approval from those people in our lives, from people that we love and that we care about. It's like, think of your parents or your best friend. Like, you've probably seldom made a decision that was going against a piece of advice that they had given you, something that, you know, they think might be best for you. And I know there's times where I've veered away from the advice that people have given me, but for the most part, those people keep me grounded in my life. And I know that has to be true for many of you that are listening. And I think it's important to remember that just because we have these friendships in the physical um, doesn't mean that they necessarily translate the same way over social media. Um, Being that, you know, not everybody uses it the same way. Not everybody is always on it, but more so that, you know, we seek this validation in our regular lives from those people We have to think that we also seek that validation from them on social media. And unfortunately, I have experienced it myself and I know a number of people that are currently experiencing it where they have friends in their physical life that aren't actually supporting what they're doing that's based around social media. So whether that's a YouTube channel or a podcast, because I know people, you know, in both scenarios, there are people in their lives that find it easier to support the feeds that are more aesthetically pleasing that are more appealing, that have bigger followings, uh, but they can't support the people in their regular lives. And like my question is why and how? Because these people with massive followings and celebrities and public figures are people that we probably will never meet ever, will probably never talk to. And in my experience, we're lucky if they even like open up a message that you send them. Like you could send them multiple ones and they'll never open it because they don't care. They don't have to care because they make their living off you consuming from them. And I think that really plays into the mental health aspect of social media, especially when it comes to people wanting that validation from their friends, because, you know, it's, it kind of starts this comparison game, like, okay, they're supporting that person, what are they doing that's different than I am? You know, what does their feed look like? What are their marketing tactics? Like, how can I better adopt what they're doing to 
you know, so that I can be more appealing. And I think that's very detrimental because, you know, over the 30 people that participated in these polls that I put up for this episode, majority of people said yes to feeling like social media has affected their mental health at times or in some way. And I wasn't surprised, but it's like kind of seeing people saying yes was like, oh my God, like it's not just me. I'm not crazy. You know, it's men and women alike that are feeling these feelings. And I think, you know, the one thing that we might think about most commonly when it comes to like losing friendships over social media are like differences in political opinions, which unfortunately have happened to me, but more so it's due to a lack of support or people all of a sudden um, seeming to be like talking me down for something that I'm doing, which I actually encountered. Someone told me she wanted to be on an episode of the podcast and then the conversation turned into her basically saying, well, keep trying, but like it's probably going to take a long time for your podcast to take off if it does at all. And I'm like, first of all, I wasn't doing this for anything other than my own personal benefit and my own want to do it, my own drive. It was never intended to be anything less than that. So, you know, we kind of are in this place where navigating those virtual friendships and real life friendships becomes this very complicated kind of web. And um, it's just it's important, I think, to support your friends. I think it's very important to give them feedback, to let them know maybe why you're not consuming or what it is that's going on. But just as your mental health is sometimes affected on social media, your friends experience that as well. So I think it's important to keep that in mind and try not to turn a blind eye to the projects that your friends are trying to occupy themselves with. Because in all honesty, speaking from someone that's creative and that has struggled with mental health, those projects probably mean a whole lot more to your friends than you probably realize. To wrap this episode up, I am going to share with you some of the responses that I got on my stories about things that make people mad on social media, things they wish didn't exist, or things that they wish would change. Um, And then I'm going to give you some tips on filtering and ways that you can kind of implement these things into your experience. So one of the responses I got was lack of authenticity, which I think we all see every single day when we're on social media. Uh, Someone else said deleting posts, then reposting them to get more likes, which is a fantastic example of that comparison game and the numbers game that people tend to play on social media. Um, It's like a need to kind of one up themselves or, you know, to compete with other people. Someone else said, I just wish people would be more positive and not spread hate on social media, which I think this one really stands out to me because I see a lot of that happening and it's a lot of it in the form of like fake positivity and projection. And I think it's important to be able to recognize when people are self-projecting when you realize that maybe it's not something you're doing, but rather something, you know, they're getting mad at because it's something they do or something within themselves that they don't approve of. So I think it's important to surround yourself with true positivity on and off, especially Instagram, because social media is full of all these misleading messages, people trying to sell you this, that, and the third. And I think it's just very important to make sure that you're consciously weeding out people's bad intentions so that you're not surrounding yourself with that negativity. Because the things that you put out and the things that you consume, you know, within the universe and within the physical world always come back to you. Um, Karma and the universe are very powerful things. And... I firmly believe that. Um, Someone else said pyramid schemes and when people follow you, then unfollow you when you follow them back. And that's another example of the numbers game. People want to have a smaller following or smaller amount of people that they are following and a larger 
amount of people that are following them. So it seems like, oh, I'm too cool for school. I don't have to follow a lot of people, but look at all these followers that I have. And listen, I deal with that shit all the time. It's so annoying and I just end up blocking the person. (laughs) Um, Someone else said overkill on sharing shit or doing it for attention. It irks me. And I think that's a great example of filtering, which I'm going to give you some tips for here in a second. Um, Because like I said earlier, I think it's great for people to be authentic and for people to be real and to share parts of their real life. But I think it's also up to us as consumers to be conscious of the things that we are consuming. If we don't like seeing it, we don't have to follow it. And um, someone else, like I mentioned earlier, said selling products on a personal page rather than creating a separate page. And I think that is another great example of filtering, but also friendship and staying honest and giving feedback to your friends and supporting them in their endeavors. Like it might be something that's annoying to you, but if you haven't actually, you know, taken on a creative project, you might not understand that it does take time to work kinks out. But the ways that we find those kinks are by, you know, our own analysis of how people are grasping onto what we're putting out, but also the feedback that we get from people that follow and, you know, from our friends as well. And um, that brings me into the tips for filtering because this is where the magic happens. (laughs) There are three options for us. We can unfollow, we can mute, and we can block. Those three things are your best friends. And guess what? We can do them all pretty much with the same button on Instagram. You know, if you want to unfollow someone that you're not vibing with, unfollow them. If you want to mute one of your friends that might be posting an onslaught of political shit or their closet sale again, you can mute them. And guess what? You can mute their stories. You can mute their mute their profile or you can mute both of them. Done deal. I've done it and it actually works just to kind of take that break from someone. Um... And then blocking, you know, if you've got a hater, if you got someone that just pisses you off and just spreads toxicity into your life, block them, rip the bandaid. There's literally no reason for you to have that negativity in your life. Um, But the one thing that you need to remember when filtering and unfollowing, blocking, muting people is that your experience is controlled by only one person and that person is you. So if you don't vibe, don't consume. And it's just as simple as that. If you don't like what someone's doing, don't consume it. Don't follow them. Don't waste your time and don't waste someone else's time. And also be civil to your friends um, that you feel yourself distancing from, but be honest, okay? It's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to work through whatever you need to work through, but be honest because that kind of goes back into supporting our friends. We can't just blindly leave them. And yeah, it happens. I've had it happen to me, but like, If you're a good person, you're going to have a conversation with someone and you're going to let them know what's on your mind if you don't want to actually fully lose the friendship. And, you know, being distant and not supporting someone is one thing, but it's worse when the person on the other end has no clue why Janet isn't liking her Bachelor Monday at home content anymore. Like, you can't just let people wonder what they've done wrong if there's really nothing that they're doing wrong. If it truly is you and not them, then tell them. And that's the best thing that you can do is just be honest with everyone. And a couple pieces of advice that I want to leave you guys with before wrapping up this episode is one, do not give five ounces or five seconds of your energy to a person, to a topic, to a post, to a comment that won't matter in five minutes, five hours, five days, or five years. This, my friends, is what we call working on inner peace and boundary work, okay? If you know, something doesn't vibe with us, we have that opportunity to stop it in its tracks and just to let the thought go as it came. 
effortlessly. And that was in my morning meditation this morning. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, yes, our thoughts really do come and go so easily. So it's important that we allow our energy to flow in the same way, especially when, you know, we're receiving mixed messages from other people. We're not liking, you know, the message that they're putting out, whatever it is. We don't have to put up with that. We're allowed to put that wall up and cut it off completely. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is the idea that filtering is pertinent And it is 100% necessary in order to enjoy your social media experience to its fullest extent. And that goes as far as um, protecting your mental health, your vibes, your creativity, your overall wellness, your mental capacity to deal with the public. (laughs) It really does go into a lot you know, a lot of aspects of our life. And I think that patience and understanding are two of those big markers that these things affect. And, you know, it's very easy to point fingers at people. It's very easy to disapprove of what someone's doing, but it's harder to look within yourself and to figure out why those things bother you, why you don't approve of them. Is it something that you do within yourself that you don't like? Is it something that you aren't achieving within your life that, you know, makes you feel jealous when you see other people doing it? I really, really urge you and encourage you to take 15 seconds of reflection today or tomorrow or the next time something comes up that just lights that fire in you and pisses you off. Reel yourself back in and take 15 seconds to really ask yourself why and go from there. Find the root of the problem. Find the solution. And I promise that things on and off social media become a lot more peaceful. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I will catch you back on Sunday for our episode about friend breakups, which I'm excited to go into because I have not talked about my friend breakup very much to many people. And I'm learning that it's something that happens on a pretty regular occurrence for the women in my life. So stay tuned and keep chasing the light.